episode we don't give a fuck what number because we're in Tokyo so it's episode woo! Tokyo episode Tokyo fuck you mm. Nick uh, <laughs> Tokyo special edition yeah exactly um, coming I, straight um, from Yatsuka yeah I honestly can't remember what number we're on but anyway um, who we got this week we got me Bailey Sammy Sammy Joe has rejoined us for one episode welcome back Sammy uh, we have our regular contributor Chewback. Chewback is here. And we have a new guy who's never been on before. Uh, it's the Brummy Boy. Volvo Yam Yam, but that's close enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Rafe. It's Rafe. Rafe, tell us why you think you would be ideal for this position. Uh, well, you need at least one of you to be pretty to sell it, so... Uh... Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, he's prettier than Nick, so... <laughs> he's prettier than most of us, to be fair. Um... Uh, so I don't know, you need someone to blather on about JRPGs. Who knows? I mean, and to be fair, we've you, got the right person you, for that. You say need. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Um, so, what have we been up to since last Nerdwood, which was a while ago? Sammy, that's a whole six months for you. Um, so you can just... What have you been doing that's nerdy that you've done? Sammy's been sleeping. Yeah. She's been hibernating until the next Nerdwood. <laughs> <laughs> haven't played much. I played that game. What was that game that Jim recommended? That we played uh, you played... Oh. Uh, it's the one that was on P- PSN. Um, something Alive. What, a free one? Yeah. Alive. No. <coughs> oh, God, I forgot the name of it. It was awful. Um, yeah, it was terrible. I can't remember the name of it. Was it the yeah. online one? No, it's the one like with the multiple storylines. Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. Oh, um, until until no, not until dawn. It yeah. is, yeah, yeah, until dawn. dawn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably about the only game I've played the most of. You didn't like it. It was alright, but it was a bit. It was a bit. Um, what did I compare it to? Uh, I know what you did last summer, yeah. Styling. It <laughs> yeah, was it's very, very like nineties, early two thousands, yeah. like teen. Yeah. yeah, with incredibly unlikable characters. Yeah, yeah but were... I, I don't know. I, I get that they're meant to be unlikable, but fuck. Yeah, because why cause would you want to play that? Because you don't like them. It helps you choose which one should live and which one should die. None of them. All of them should die. Very true. Very true. <laughs> but it gives you a better track. Well, better choice to kill people off. Um, okay, Dougie, you, uh, you've been playing some Pokemon while you've been here in Tokyo. I know that. Yeah. Been playing some Lots Pokemon Go. Pokemon. We're in Japan. So what, what's your favourite one that you've caught so far in Japan? I don't know. I need, need to check. I've got quite. I've got quite a few. Could it be the fabled farfetch? I don't think I haven't got. Yeah, that. Sammy caught a farfetch. No, I did not. <laughs> Probably the ladybug ones. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Or I caught a. Yeah, that's the ladybug one. A lady <laughs> Or a Teddy Ursa? Te- yeah, Teddy Ursa. Teddy Ursa. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Chewy. Um, since last per- word, nerd word, I've been um, travelling the world a lot. Uh, went to Asia, spent a few weeks there, and ended up in Tokyo. And during my travels, been playing Pokemon Go a lot, especially in Asia. Getting me some uh, region-specific Pokemon. Consola for India, and currently on the trail of uh, a very, very rare far-fetched in Japan and Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Difficult how that there's like six far-fetched per square mile. Yeah, you've seen one on the tracker so far, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't caught one yet, but I'm getting close, getting super close. Okay. Uh, also, the legendary Pokemon uh, caught a few over the, the between the last word and now. <coughs> Okay. Uh, which is awesome, and because I'm in Japan, I get to catch the Suicune, which is another region-exclusive legendary Pokemon over here. So looking forward to that too. Um, also, Mario Rabbit, Rabbit, Mario Rabbit, Mushroom Kingdom. No, right. ba- Battle. It's a long weird name. It's Mario plus Rabbits. Mushroom Kingdom. Mush- mushroom or Kingdom, Kingdom Battle. Or or Kingdom Battle. Yeah. yeah. Now that is actually. A decent game, like gameplay wise, is really, really good. Okay. The only thing with it though, it's, it's very colourful. Uh, it's very kind of like basic esque. It's XCOM, right? Yeah. Um, take the gameplay of XCOM, 
tone it down for kind of kiddie level. Okay. But the gameplay is solid, I have to admit. I thoroughly enjoy playing it uh, gameplay-wise. Uh, all the mechanics great. There's actually some decent humour in there as well with the rabbits. Okay. okay. Especially with Princess Peach and Rabbit Princess Peach. They're fighting with each other. Fair enough. Uh, anything else? Um, not that I can think of. No? no okay. Rayfidge. Um, what have you been doing since you were last on the <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, years and years to go over there. <laughs> uh, most recently, uh, Persona 5. I managed to clock that uh, at 147 hours. A lot of people still playing it. It's yeah, real popular. it's really, really good. Um, probably not quite as good as Persona 4 Golden, but still okay. definitely a standout. Uh, Near Automata, which is probably my game of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I've recently started Yakuza 0. Ah, okay. Which is like yeah. the, the prequel set in the 80s, yeah. and that's so far been, uh, well... What, Incredibly it's, over it's, the top. It's, <laughs> user, it's over the top and nonsensical in every way. It goes right. from like hard-boiled crime drama for like an hour-long cut sequence, then it'll just skip over to like a nonsense like side quest about a dominatrix who's being a dominatrix and teaching her how to be firm with people. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's some random stuff in it. There's some really weird stuff, but it's, it's so good. Fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> Anything else? Ooh, um... It's pretty much what's been taking up the majority of my time, I think. Um, and then, ooh, what's it? Uh, I think I've been playing some Neptunia spin-offs on my Vita because I'm the biggest Neptunia nerd ever. Okay. Fair uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much all I can remember off the top of my head. Cool. Uh, as for myself, um, what have I been playing? Um, well, I finally caved. And uh, decided I was going to play Destiny 2. Because uh, I was caught sort of the one of the, the nerd word where I was like, nah, I'm not really sure. Might just be a re sort of hash of everything I've done before. Um, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, still I'm glad it is. I'm glad it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's been fun. Like, I mean, like, one of my favourite parts of video gaming was the social side, particularly mm. of, of, of Destiny and playing it. When it first came out, it was me, Seb, and, and Nick had our fire team. One of us played the Hunter, which is me. Nick playing Titan, Seb playing the Wizard, uh, sorry, Warlock. And um, and yeah, basically, it was, just, it was good fun. It was kind of this last week was just sort of like that. Um, and just, you know, like old times almost sort of thing. Um, but with a way better version of the original Destiny. I still think don't think there's enough... Uh, of a change in terms of things to do, um, but it's certainly a, a big improvement over the over the first. Um, I read a review that said that um, Destiny Two feels like an apology for the first Destiny because it gets a lot of things right, and and it does. Campaign I found very short. Um, you completed it. Yeah, completed it in two nights. Similar to the first one, then. Yeah, but probably shorter. <laughs> Oh, but a better story. Um, I was gonna say, is there more like not not necessarily side quests, but side story kind of thing? Yeah, there's more sort of there's there's more stuff to do sort of post game. Like post game is kind of where the real game starts. Like post oh, okay, okay, post campaign. Um, but it's yeah, uh, the big part of Destiny, I think, is is grinding with your friends, sort of thing, and you know making yeah making sure that yeah. you can get bits and bobs that you need um the nightfall that we tried was one of the most difficult things i've done in video gaming um to the point where we just couldn't we couldn't do it i'm not sure if they did it after i've come come here to japan Uh, the other thing is uh we bought a playstation 4 pro um as part of a deal um so that i could play in 4k um worth it yeah well we did buy it it was a joint decision <laughs> I I asked you for permission to buy it <laughs> um, that counts as we okay. um, but yeah we also uh, I downloaded uh, Sonic Mania onto it oh yeah Sonic um, Mania it's yeah. good fun that is so yeah it is I the, the, like I've been playing it right and it feels like Sonic Mania is Sonic the Hedgehog 4. Like, take take away, like, the regular yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 4 that came out, right? I think that's a fair statement. I think it's, this is more in keeping it's with... The, the, yeah, more... Like, the design is more in keeping mm. with it. The 
the way it plays, the handling of it all, like it very much feels like this is Sonic the Hedgehog four. It's right? been it's been made by people who love yeah. and know Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's pretty good. Um and then yeah, other than that I, I got on a plane and I came to Tokyo to go to Tokyo Game Show. Yes. Um with you guys. Um I thought you just got on a plane to come meet me. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, the other thing I should ask is because we normally do this at the start of the what, what's people drinking today? What have we got? Ooh. Ooh. Sell your drinks. I have got a can of premium malt. No, it's the premium malt. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, by uh, the Sunatory Brewery. It's a pretty decent bit of lager, probably comparable to like a decent quality European premium super strength beer. It's like 5.5%. Fair enough, fair enough. A couple of these, and I. Uh, I've got a asleep. regular Asahi dry. Uh, Chew, well, you've got, well, you've oh got a strong. I've got a Kidding Strong Sour Lemon, nine mm. percent. Yeah, this thing's nine percent in a can. Beautifully tasting lemon, dangerously tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're kind of dangerous in terms of how tasty they are with nine percent alcohol in them. Have you tried mine yet? I haven't tried yours. No, no. I what, have, what have you no some? idea what it is. It's a. But, Typical uh, Japanese that drink that they serve at most restaurants uh, tastes like bitter lemon. No idea what it's called. Yeah, it tastes like bitter lemon juice. Wow. Yeah, it just what tastes like is that? it's 10%. 10%. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm already feeling like a bit. Woo-hoo. That's stronger than mine. I'll, I'll help you drink it. It just tastes like, you know, some. You know the, the Fanta icy lemon? Yeah, yes, it that's like, what it tastes yeah. like, but just yeah. but a bit more. Yeah, it's 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 fizzy in the bottle, but it, I think maybe because I put ice in it, it's and gone. And sugar. Yeah, I've put some sugar in it just to sweeten it because it's a bit too bitter for me. But um, it's quite lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, we, we tasted. And yeah. we bought that at our local 7-Eleven, which is just around the I corner. I think it was about £1.40 for yeah. a bottle that's yeah. like... That's a big bottle. It's a bit like a Coke bottle, isn't it? But like a litre kind yeah. of bottle. Yeah, it's about a litre bottle and it was about... I don't know, two quid. <laughs> 10% alcoholic content, litre bottle of lemon juice. For £1.50. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, then. Kampai! Uh, Kampai! Um, any movies that anyone's seen that uh, we need to discuss? There's nothing really that I've seen. I rewatched Your Name the other day, which is fantastic. Um, well, I've seen something recently. Uh-huh. Um, it's in kind of vein. Um, the Napping Princess. Okay. Uh, it's... I think it's due out um, on Blu-ray soon in the UK, but it's it's basically it was a walk around Shibuya. It was mm. like on all the stands. All right, um, okay. And it's it's about this uh, girl who's like f- um, family, like she's lost her mother, and like her father has some plans to some crazy car AI, and all right, um, like her father's sorry, her mother's. Um, I think it's brother's company or a, a grandfather's company, one or the other. We're trying to steal it back. And um, every, but every time she goes to sleep, she goes into this fantasy world. Mm. And then it starts kind of as the film goes on, it starts bleeding into the real world and stuff happens in her dreams will happen in reality. And it's it's very beautifully done. Okay. Um, bit of a tearjerker towards the end as well. Yeah, so um, like check out. Yeah. Uh, and the oh the other big one was um, this story about. Uh, Basically, real stories from Hiroshima for um, things went wrong. Um, voices in the Valley or something? I can't remember what the bloody name is. But either way, it's like um, someone took a load of real stories from different people about life in Hiroshima and put it all into one big narrative. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's absolutely fantastic, very historically accurate, okay. um, stuff like that. And obviously, you've got the, well, if you you know how it's going to end, don't you? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd heavily advise going for that. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised if it doesn't win any awards or anything um, come the next awards season. Fair I, I've started watching Narcos. Okay, that's got quite big actually, hasn't it? That's really good. Really yeah. good. It's all, it's, uh, it's pa- all uh, Pablo Escobar, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all based on true story as well. Yeah. Like, everything's all it's more or less true, really. Pff, man, it's good. Did you read what was in the paper earlier today no apparently uh, Pablo's not happy and uh, one of the about researchers Netflix. about the narco series and apparently one of the people who goes to scout locations has been found dead <gasps> no and you know what the series like watching through the episodes and everything yeah 
I can believe that. Yeah, he's a dangerous man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm not sure how much many more seasons of Narcos we're going to get, or if anyone's actually going to be alive to be in (laughs) it. Well, (laughs) I've got, um, yeah, I've only watched the first four episodes so far, and it's it's really good, really good. Um, Cool. Well, normally we'd move on to new releases. do that because by the time I've edited this in probably a two weeks time it's going to be out of date in terms of what the new releases are so I'm going to move it just on to news catch up First thing I was going to talk about was Destiny 2 and which of us has played it, which of us is going to play it, and mm-hmm. what people's thoughts are. Have you played it, Craig? Uh, no. Um, basically, I got I got attached to the hype from the first one. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it played very well. Yeah, um, game you know, it's, played, it's yeah. by Bungie. It was, it was going to be good, but <clears throat> the actual game itself was a horrible disappointment in every other regard outside of gameplay. Fair so enough. I've basically avoided this like a like the plague. Okay. Although, from what people are telling no, me, I did, it's understandable. It's, uh, um, apparently, it has got a lot better, so I wouldn't want to give it, it has, a go. Yeah. You, you have to have people to play with. If you don't play with anyone, it's, yeah. it's not fun. Like Gameplay is solid, but it, it's the social aspect of it which is the fun part. Without that... Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a large part of it, definitely. Mm. Definitely. Um, have you? You've not. I mean, you you were away when it came out. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to play it as I've been traveling. But you um, do have it, right? Yeah, it's a home waiting for me. My housemate Andy, uh, <laughs> King of the North. King of the North. <laughs> he's already uh, started playing it. He got the collector's edition for his birthday, and he's very happy with that. And I can't wait to get home and start actually playing with you guys. Yeah, no, it's 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 been good fun. Um, I think. I keep apologising to Sam for playing it so yeah, much, Yeah, I don't probably I? won't play it. Um, you played a little bit the first one. Yeah. If I remember. Um, it's it's alright. Yeah, I think... Like you say, you need people to play with. And... Yeah, well, you can play with the guys. Play with yeah. Chewie and, and uh, Andy. I might give it a go. Yeah. Uh, well, you prefer the campaign. Plus, you like shooting shit, so... Yeah. Um, and it is very you good do, at that. Yeah, you do like shooting shit, don't you, Sam? It's your favourite games. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Definitely letting out aggressive tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, it is definitely a massive improvement on the first. I still think there's problems with it. Um, Do you I think was, they're fixable though? In yeah, I think they probably are. A lot of them are fixable. Um, there's way more to do, which is the best thing because yeah, content. Good grief, it's just. The first one got so repetitive. And even the um, DLC packs just didn't add to it either. Not really. Um, well, not for me. I know no, that, you know, I, mean, Nick, I know Nick played it for months. You know, it was barely out of his disc tray for like, I, two years. I, I, pl- I played it for months too as well, but like, there still wasn't enough content in mm. those expansion packs. Yeah, I, I found myself yeah. getting really bored after. Mm. So I think, actually, we were playing it together for a while. When yeah, it for a little out, bit, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, I actually I looked it. at my, uh, those on my Facebook feed today. And you know how it does like the memories. The memory that came up today um, from two years ago was you and me, Rafe. <laughs> our characters dancing in <laughs> like the flipping earth. Is it in the tower, just dancing away like together? <laughs> um, which I thought was quite cool. Um, the other bit of Destiny news is um, Bungie has removed a hate symbol from Destiny Two. Um, what was said hate symbol? Well, basically, the hate symbol was the Keck logo. Um, which was featured on a pair of legendary hunter gauntlets. Um, so Keck is a World of Warcraft meme, but it's recently sort of been on the 4chan boards, and from there it's developed into this uh, flag where it's for a fictional country called Kekistan, um, and the flag is similar to Nazi Germany's flag. What is it as soon as you said? 4chan got hold of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's going to be something about Nazis. Exactly. So, like, originally, it wasn't like meant that kind of way, but then yeah, the far right, the got... far right has now picked it up. Yeah, um, and that's, that's a picture of the yeah the flag. There. Yeah, 
So it's it's, it's not necessarily the original idea behind it. It's yeah. just more the far right ruined it. Yeah. Um, so Bungie's uh, admitted that it's in the game and uh, have apologised and they've removed it yeah, as much as they can. Yeah, but they didn't can. make it like to mean that in no, the first place. No, they so yeah. what? They don't need to apologise. Well, that's the thing. You, you, it's because it's been a lot of outright people have been using it so you kind of you don't want that associated with your game have you have you sorry it's completely That's sort right. of changed the subject but have you heard about pepe yeah 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 pepe yeah. became like a a right wing yeah meme thing the, it's just ridiculous the like, creator's been sending out cease and desist uh, letters to all the right wing <laughs> that have been using him as their mascot and profiting off him uh, if, if they don't do it he's taking them to court excellent mm. Fair enough. Um, next up in the news is Nintendo has unveiled a new Pokemon-themed 2DS XL, which is fucking beautiful. Which one? It's a it's Pokeball a... theme. Yeah, the Western one. Have you got a picture of it? I do indeed have a picture of it. Mm. It's lovely. Mm. Have you um, seen the Eastern one? I haven't, actually. It's have not got a picture. Uh, fine one. Um, um, <clears throat> yeah, it really makes me want... That, that new 2DS, actually. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's, with it's what games really... do you play, though? Yeah, well, this is it. Yeah, it's kind of... Metal. What am I going to play with it? So, oh, that aircon is getting a little bit. I'm going to turn that off now. There we go. So, that's the Pokemon one? Pokemon one and Pikachu. Oh, mm, I like my Pikachu. gosh. And are you, have you seen one in person? No. The 2DSs look gorgeous. They oh, really man. look gorgeous. Um... But yeah, again, Eastern only. I saw it in a Pokemon Center the other day. It's region locked as well, isn't it? I think they're all region locked these days. I don't know about 3DS games. Mm. Mm. Well, I can't afford this anyway. No, but, me um, It is rather lovely. Um, and I think that's in conjunction with the fact that Ultra Sun and Moon um, are out on, is it 17th of November? Mm. Okay. I've got it pre-ordered. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> pre-ordered already. Sure. Uh, next up, the Switch uh, finally has a release date for Skyrim. It's going to be in November. Um, which of us has Switches? Sam and I don't. Chewy. It's just Chewy. Mm-hmm. Chewy, will you be getting Skyrim on the Switch? If it's anything like Skyrim, which it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim, no, I've never enjoyed any of the uh, Elder Scrolls games. Neither had I until Skyrim. Yeah, I still didn't enjoy Skyrim. Remember, I played it around yours for a while. Did you? Uh, and I played it on Andy's PC as well. See, oh, see, Andy, I know, he has a Switch, and he is really excited for it. And yeah. he, he's definitely going to be picking it up. And he might even be buying Amiibo just for it. Jeez. Yeah. I think if, if, I, if I did own a Switch, it's definitely something that I would buy just so I could play it on the move. Mm. But I'm also at the point now where like I have played Skyrim in its various iterations on PlayStation 4 and on PC to the point where like you, I've I've done it to death. You know but it's such a good game. You know there's so much to do. You know that's not the only version, new version coming out. What which oh there's the VR one. Yeah. I'm not really so much interested in that because I'm not a massive VR guy, but I know Jim's waiting for that. So. Yeah, I'd I'd be intrigued to just play it to see how nauseous it it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah, so I would I would definitely be getting that if I had a Switch, but I don't. I might have a Switch at some point because obviously Mario's coming out as well. Yeah, but, but for you that it's it's not a console seller though. No, given how many times I played it. If if I think if I had not played Skyrim to the point where I have, uh, the amount of times that I have, I think that probably would. To be able to play that on the go, like on the train down to London, like commuting, mm. that would be amazing. But mm. I have played it to death. So I don't think it's going to be one for me. Do you play uh, Skyrim? I really, I really want to like it. I love all the <laughs> stuff that you do with it. Like I, I played it for about 60-something hours, so it's not like I didn't give it a chance. But, right. Um, I love the freedom you can have with it and all the cool crafting stuff, but the core issue is just the combat is just so, so rubbish. And yeah, it kind of gets in the way of the fun for me. I, I've, I've, I've actually, in my latest playthrough, been playing as an archer. 
So I've just been doing archery and that is really, really fun. Um, it's a really nice way of playing it. Um, so I'd recommend that if you're not into like the actual like, you know, swords and sorcery side of it, like playing as an archer thief is really, really good. Um, Sammy, will you be playing? No, I don't really play open world games. I find them boring. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Give, give me a gun and a tank and tell me where to go. <laughs> and where to shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch is dug in like an Alabama tick. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I like it. Mm. I've got to agree on the open world thing as well. That's, uh, I generally kind of just... You're going somewhere, right? I look to be funneled somewhere. I want to know where I'm going. Yeah. And like, I'll walk out and then I'll be like, okay, I'm playing this for an hour tonight. Um, so, you know, life and stuff gets in the way. Playing it for an hour and all you've done is walk across the field. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. I, I have to agree, even with GTA games, I've been exactly the same. As much as I like GTA 5, well, I love GTA 5, I still had the same issue where I would get bored. Well, not bored, like, in an hour's time, I found that I haven't done any missions. I've just literally wandered. Just wandered around doing yeah, shit. Yeah. Saying that, the the only open world game that I've actually enjoyed was Breath of the Wild, which I'm really surprised with. Because mm. originally, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy that because it was an open world game. Yeah, I was honestly surprised by how big mm. uh, Breath of the Wild is. Like, I I thought it was just going to be that area you can kind of see. Yeah. And it's, it's totally not. And... Oh, the whole exploration part of it, 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 it does work. Yeah. For an open world game, it does work. Yeah. Alrighto, moving on. The Nintendo Switch apparently has a game hidden in it. Um, and I believe it's NES Golf. Mm -hmm. um, but folks are also saying that now it might have a tribute to uh, Iwata mm. within it. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, the article here is, you know, earlier this week it was discovered uh, there's a secret game in the Switch, an emulation of 1984's NES Golf, complete with motion controls uh, support. The game has to be launched on a console, and the requirements to get it up and running suggest its inclusion is part of a tribute to Satoru Iwato. Um, and it looks like, to launch the game, both Joy-Cons must be detached and the simple hand gesture, which looks like a reference to Iwata's famous direct hand gesture, um, must be carried out. And successful activation triggers a small voice sample of Iwata taken from 2012 presentation, which is absolutely fucking adorable. Can we try that? Yeah, go and get your switch. Yeah, yeah by all <clears throat> means. Uh, this is where I'll cut in the intermission music. Newsflash, it didn't work. Still cool Easter egg though. Yeah, yeah. really, really sweet. You think Nintendo is well known for all of their Easter eggs and all their consoles? I remember the first time when you booted up your Wii mm. at your place mm. and the, it had a little cat. Mm. Yeah, and you could cat, just click yeah. on the cat if you know, and it, <coughs> it used to run away quite quickly. Even the GameCube had uh, the Easter eggs with holding the yeah. Z button down. Yeah. Oh well. So yes. But I think it's a lovely tribute to a very nice man. Oh, yeah. So, next up. Uh, we are discussing the fact that Final Fantasy IX has been released on PlayStation 4. Do as we... of yesterday. Yeah, I was looking Straight at away. This. Is, uh, it, uh, is it HD thing or...? It's a re-release, yeah. Um, HD re-release. Digital only? I believe it's digital only, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they announced it. I think it was already known about because it, it kind of leaked that it was going to be um, going to be released. But yeah, it was sort of they announced it at their pre-TGS uh, meeting, um, and then yeah, they were like, "Oh, it's available tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I'm not. I, I mean, honestly, I can't stand Final Fantasy, but. Um, I don't know which of you guys would be playing it. Um, Nine was one of my least favourites to be honest. Really? Okay, okay. I know a lot of people who love Nine, but just the fact that it's HD... Which one is Nine? Um, Nine's the one with all chibi characters, they've all got massive heads. Right. And 
Yeah, doing magic sessions, not exactly. Fantastic. They kind of went back to white mages and black mages and brought those back yeah, into like more to date Final Fantasy kind of thing. Okay. Um, but just the fact to see that in HD would be lovely because the on PlayStation Three and PS Four they had uh, Final Fantasy Nine, Eight, and Seven. But Rave on Tinder. <laughs> I can talk and swipe. <laughs> talk and swipe. Um, yeah, they were terrible. They looked horrendous on a HD TV. Okay. To be able to see on a, a see HD master of it on a HD TV, I know it won't be like amazing or anything like that. I know nothing's been like improved to it, mm. but it's just to be able to see it in a, in a decent, reasonable quality. I'm looking forward to that, especially if they carry on going backwards to Final Fantasy VIII. I remember eight. Yeah, eight um, had mm, a great story. I do remember like the space empress. Yeah, thing, yeah. A bit confusing, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I do remember watching. Uh, I never used to have a PlayStation, but I remember watching a mate of mine play that, and I was just in awe of the yeah. FMVs in it. Yeah. Um. So that'd be kind of cool. I'd be surprised if they do a seven as well. Well, I mean, exactly. Exactly. They're remaking it, right? <clears throat> yeah, but um. Isn't that like still years away though? Didn't they do a similar HD re-release of um, Final Fantasy VII like when they announced the whole seven being made into a new game thing? I'm not sure. Because it's one I've got that. Or I've got Final Fantasy VII on the PS4 anyway. Mm. I do have Final Fantasy VII on PS4, but it's it's a standard def. Oh, is it standard def? No, my one is a standard def. Uh, I've justified it up. It's just one of those ones where I buy every single version of that game for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I still... I'm quite sure about myself. It's okay. I think we all. Uh, like I said, not a Final Fantasy fan, I'm afraid. Yeah, it says Final Fantasy VII PS4 version isn't the HD remake we hoped for. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So what's your standard def? Mm-hmm. Still, I haven't invited it up to God knows. <laughs> Sounds like it's just support from the PS3 version. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to move it on. Uh, next up, um, I take it you guys heard about PewDiePie. Yeah. Being a douchebag again. Yeah. The guy's just PewDiePie. like. PewDiePie, so for people that are listening that don't know, but like they probably me. do, or like Sammy Joe, um, PewDiePie is the most subscribed to YouTuber in the world. Is um, he still? Yes, very much so, yeah. Um, and he is a Let's Play uh, gamer person. Um, and yeah, he got in trouble. Um, again. <laughs> again, but I mean, the first time was earlier this year where he had paid some guys in a village in India who said they would do anything if you paid them. Uh, so he said, uh, I want you to write on a sign, uh, Death to Jews. What's his name? And filmed it. And his name is PewDiePie. That's his... PewDiePie. That's his... Um... Well, yeah, that's yeah. his stage name. I don't know his actual name. Um, it's Felix a Swedish guy. Something. Felix, yeah, something. Um, but, so he did that, and obviously he got in a load of flack for it. But it kind of looked Disney like... he dropped him, though. Disney, yeah, he got dropped by Disney because he was part of their Maker Studios uh, line of people. Um, however, this time, uh, just while playing um, Player Unknown's uh, Battlegrounds, which is fantastic, and you guys should play it if you haven't, um, he it was Firewatch, wasn't it? Wasn't it Player Unknown? Oh uh, yes, it was. Yeah, same same developer. Sorry, uh, same studio thing. Um, yeah, he said um, the N word. Um, as an insult to another guy on there. Um, completely out of order. Yeah, totally out of order. Just complete fucking stupidness. Um, so he did that, and the Firewatch uh, developer came out and basically said, you know, we're gonna off, we're gonna go for a uh, a takedown order on YouTube for him playing our games because he's just a fucking child and idiot, and I don't want him promoting our game essentially which is fair enough yeah. like yeah and after like especially after that like signing put up you think he'd like go maybe i should stop doing stupid stuff yeah now. yeah exactly he's the same age as us he's like in his 30s yeah you'd think he'd learn he's from his mistake sorry <laughs> i say mistake <laughs> i mean sorry if the guy's got mental issues or something uh, like yeah i just I, I just think he's he's actually kind of just a racist in the background and it's kind of you know it's just come out sort of you know, when he's not been meaning it to come out, but that's just the way he actually thinks. Um, and so, yeah, so basically what happened then is the reviews on Steam of Firewatch um, basically got bombed uh, just by his supporters. 
um, saying, oh, we don't support censorship and all this sort of shit. But I'm kind of on the line of, well, you know what, like, you know, I, I get that, you know, he's bought the game and he's playing it, but at the same time, like, I can understand the developer's point that they don't want to be associated, you know, because they've been seeing their sales spike whilst he's been playing it and streaming it sort of thing. Yeah. You know, and because he's got a massive reach, but at the same time, you know, do you really want to gain that extra cash from this guy essentially? Um, it kind of reminds me of like 360 days with online, you know, with like loads of little kids and the man yeah, and they just used to get yeah, yeah, yeah. screaming down the head. But he's like, 30. Yeah. But no, but that's, that's what I mean though. He <laughs> was one of those kids on 360 that would shout mm. abuse at you and, and never he, grew out of that yeah. shit. Yeah, I always used to fucking hate. It. I mean, I hated going online on 360 because it was just fucking really toxic. Mm, so um, the well, the, even the first Xbox when we used to play Halo. We yeah. Used to get random, oh like, God. Even in the early days, when you think, oh, it's only maybe like slightly like richer or older people, yeah, or people with a bit of disposable income who would have online and the new console. Yeah. You still get these people just shouting at you during Halo. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so annoying. Um, so yeah, so like a lot of his supporters have uh, bombed the review. Um, and yeah, I just think it's kind of shitty. I, you know, like, I, like I say, I understand about no censorship and, and stuff like that. Like it is, you know, I don't really like censorship, but at the same time, like I can understand the developer's point where it's like, you know, they don't want to be seen to be profiting from this guy, you know? Does anyone like report him or make a complaint about him? Yeah. <laughs> what, to YouTube or? No, 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 to Firewatch. So, you know, uh, playing online with him, he uh, shouts out racial abuse to you online. Yeah, to that, possibly. No, possibly. It, was, it, was, it was the fact that he said the racist thing anyway that got everyone's attention. And then when the developer read about all this stuff and it was to do with their game, that's when they just went... Yeah, yeah they were right. just like, you know what, we don't want we don't want to be associated with this guy's Let's Plays of, of it, our game. Yeah, it just sounds like Firewatch didn't want the negative publicity. Well, which... I mean, why would you? Like, exactly, you know? exactly. Um... But yeah, so their reviews have been just bombarded by people giving it incredibly negative reviews since that. Um, which the thing is, even if they get negative reviews on Steam, any publicity is neg any negative or positive publicity is still good publicity. And the fact that they're getting such a shit rating on Steam is only going to give them more publicity, which is going to make more people interested in what what five. I mean, five their, their review is still up at like eighty, but that's gone down a lot since mm -hmm. I think since the incident it's somewhere around 40 is the average that they've been getting mm. um, Shocking. which sucks really sucks I, mean, I, I read um, a little bit earlier because obviously review bombing on Steam isn't a new thing Yeah, but it's generally been some kind of controversy when Valve have just gone eh, no, don't, don't want to get involved in this yeah. Valve have actually started uh, apparently they're doing now, timed ones aren't they yeah they're doing yeah. some kind of systems because they've gone like okay well this isn't some kind of like they've cocked up for like, like yeah. servers or something. This is just like a bunch of people. Yeah. This is just like, internet outrage. Yeah, mm. outrage and wrong kind of outrage. So they've just gone, all right, we're going to think of a system to negate all you yeah. Know, yeah. horrible people. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we're going to move it on then. Game UK, um, the retail company, um, recently sent out a tweet. Um, and the tweet was along the lines of, in fact, I'm going to read the tweet out uh, just because it is so fucking ridiculous that you would think um, to put this as, as a tweet. Hashtag Hurricane Irma may be causing chaos, but check out our crazy good tech deals to brighten up your day. Oof. Uh, oof, Who the fuck uh... wants that as a tweet? Who is their media, like, their social it? media person? It's, it's Game. Well, he's fired. Game? Yeah. He's fired. It look, it's uh, Games Con, Game Conswater. So I don't know if that's a, one of their stores. But, fuck, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Maybe they hired Patrick Bateman to do the... That's <laughs> uh, Yeah. Twitter is major and sensitive. Yeah, it is, but... People are just freaking mean. Yeah, but that's a company. Um, you know, I purposely stopped using game now. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I've gone to a point now where it's just like, my customer experience with them, inside and outside, 
it's just not good. It's mm. not a nice experience, not even fun at all. See, I can't say that because I actually bought my new PlayStation from them and I had great customer service. Mm. But that tweet, oh my god, what the fuck are you doing? My local <laughs> game store, I've never had a good experience. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I always get them trying to upsell things. So wherever I'm buying things, would you like the, would you like yeah, the guide so of that? Would you like job. the stickers yeah. of that? Would you like the three-piece suite that goes with that? If, if they didn't do that, they actually lose their job, you know? Yeah, it's similar to the GameSpot thing that we've mm. kind of brought it a bit, but it's basically gone from, I'll pop into games to check something out, to, you know what, I'm not going to go in. Yeah, <laughs> please stop selling me shit. Christmas temps, usually um, with Christmas temps, there's like one job after Christmas kind of thing. And they usually give that job to the person who can upsell the man. Very bad. Mm. Um, so, the other thing is, uh, we're over here in Tokyo. Um, so, we're going to Tokyo Game Show. What are you folks hoping for, Chewy? Well, I mean, there's no. So let, let, let's 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 before we do that. Actually, I'm a little bit worried because this doesn't feel like Tokyo Game Show anymore. This feels like it's it's just the Sony show because Nintendo doesn't show up to TGS anymore. Fucking Xbox ain't showing up. Let's face it. Yeah. No, it's more, it's, so that just leaves Sony. Yeah, it's, it's more of a Japanese studio-orientated um, yeah. game show now. And you're right; it's it's like it is still big, it's but the it's Sony not... show. Yeah, exactly. It's still uh, even if Sony was the only one doing it, it'd still be as big as TGS has always been. Mm. But yeah, you're right. Like um, all we're, all we're really seeing from there is Japanese development studios. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because it is Tokyo. It's I think TGS has just lost its worldwide kind of appeal, but it has been like that for the past what four years, three years. Yeah. I mean, Sam and I have been before. We went in 2010, and it was it was real really big back then. I mean, you know, biggest show I've ever been to for sure. Xbox was there. Xbox was most definitely there. Um, Nintendo was there as well, I believe. Really? Yeah, I think this is before Nintendo stopped going to conventions um well they're not there this year no definitely not um so yeah anyway what were what you what are you guys looking forward to nintendo <laughs> <laughs> um there's a few games i'm looking forward to seeing and trying out if i can um there's a whole bunch of persona games coming out mm -hmm. okay. um so it'd be good to actually it'd be good to uh, actually see some like um i'll actually try them out and i'll see it but actually try those out um Enjoy oh. your three-hour queue. Mm. <laughs> to be honest, I'm mostly looking forward to Dragon Ball. Okay. The new one. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Stop chewing. <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Okay. I'm really impressed by the engine and the animation of that. Right. I'm really looking forward to seeing what it looks like in real life. And I'm hoping that we get a Catherine too. Okay. That's yeah. All. Uh, TGS is all for um, Japanese studios, and one of them is Atlas, yeah. who is massive for bringing uh, JRPGs and Japanese. They do some great games. Mm. Um, um, and one of them is a game called Catherine, which was released, what, nearly 10 years ago? It's, it was a while back, mm. very long time ago. I think it's 10, but it's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've been getting rumours this year that there might be a Catherine 2 in the works, and this is the time or the right place mm. to announce it. And I think a lot of it is from like Easter eggs in the Persona games. They, they've they been teasing like the characters from Catherine in the recent Persona games, and vice versa, back when Catherine was released, they teased um, the, the newest Persona game like a, a year or two before it even got released in the Catherine, Catherine game. Great so I'm, I'm excited to hopefully hear something from, from there. Okay. We'll see something. That'd be really cool. Uh, uh Well, um, as, as mentioned, it's essentially the Sony Japanese developer show, <laughs> which thankfully happens to be my exact demographic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've lots of things. Uh, the big one I'm hopefully going to hear about is this: uh, the whole thing with FromSoft have apparently got two games they've said they've confirmed but not named, mm -hmm. and one that apparently they're working on but haven't confirmed. Okay. Um, this would be the right point going on when the last Souls game was released. For them to announce their next big title considering they get roughly one title out a year mm -hmm. so i'm expecting some kind of souls related announcement okay um that or one of the confirmed games um is 
apparently going to be in a Armored Core. So I'd be excited for that. One of those two, if not both, announced would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, um, hopefully, there's going to be a new Hyperdimension Neptunia game announced, as they've just released Four Goddesses Online in Japan and you uh, in the UK. It'll be out in about two or three weeks. Okay. So they've probably got something up their sleeves, Idea Factory, and some other. JRPG nonsense. Okay. Um, uh, probably with Chewy on the Atlas stuff because they always produce wicked stuff. So Ooh, lots of, of RPGs. Out of the Persona games, the the, the new set, like four of them that have been announced. Which one are you looking forward to? Um, the only one I've really heard about is like some new dancing games, and I'm really not asked about those. No, isn't that Persona Q? Is that a dancing one? No, no. No, there's Persona Five dancing something. Or... Yeah, Persona Three dancing, Persona oh, Five dancing. Yeah. Um, and those are the only two I've heard of, and I don't care about either of those. Um, what about Bloodborne? You think you're gonna see a Bloodborne two get announced? Well, this could be. When I said Souls related, the, okay. the whole name of the franchise is Soulsborne within the fan community. Right. right so okay. a Souls or Bloodborne related game would be wicked. But okay. to be honest, I'd like them to announce a new franchise because you know, Miyazaki, the guy who's actually. Mm comes up with the, a lot of the stuff for it, director, you know, producer, all that kind of thing. Um, he says he much prefers working on new franchises and creating new worlds. And the way yeah. Bloodborne finishes, it's kind of like, it's a contained thing, it doesn't okay. need a sequel. Uh, okay. So if they did like a new game with new mechanics, but with still the same core engine, I'd be mm. super, super happy. Fair enough, fair enough. Like how Bloodborne was, kind of thing. So like, oh, is that the right game? <laughs> I can't remember. Never heard of these games. So, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, mm -hmm. and then Bloodborne. Is that right? No. Uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two, Bloodborne, Bloodborne Dark Souls Three. But Bloodborne is the same mechanics, just a completely different different world. world. So that different that's like a side project where you know he's doing a new IP and actually yeah. So so like what he did with Bloodborne really. Yeah, if you do something like that, that would be amazing. Mm, cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, considering Yoko Taro released uh, Near Automata fairly recently with Platinum, and it was a stonking success for mm. them. It saved Platinum, for example, from going <laughs> under after a success of a successive amount of average license games from yeah. the guy who founded the company leaving. I think she's getting fed up with it. Um, so if we could see an announcement from Yoko Taro, hopefully with Platinum involved. That would yet again be an absolutely amazing thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and hopefully, yeah, maybe we'll see, on top of that, maybe we'll see some more actual first party Sony stuff because that mm. has dried up over the last year. Yeah, it kind of has really. Yeah, like they announced those games, made those games, but haven't announced anything yeah, to replace exactly. those games coming out. So just like, check out our third, third party stuff. It's like, well, that's all looking good, but. Um, as for myself, I'm not really that into uh, JRPGs and, and J developer stuff. There's some stuff that I'm into, um, but the one that I really would like to see, not so much play, but just see, um, is Nino Kuni 2, because the first one is stunning. Probably still the best looking game I've ever played. That'll probably be on the floor. Um, it's, it's, yeah. Is it, I think it's about to come I was out. Say, it's, it's coming out soon, yeah, so I'd it's... like to actually just see it. Being played, I don't, I'm, like I said, I'm not really bothered about playing it myself. Cause it's all going to be in Japanese. So the mechanics are still the same, though, right? Hmm? The mechanics are still the same, though, right? I think they've changed some of the mechanics, but it's similar, um, and it's a different story entirely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, Ghibli has been animating it. Um, other than that, for me, TGS is just about the atmosphere of just being there. Um, and yeah, I was going to move around to Sammy Joe because I know that's why you're going. And well, I was saying to Rafe earlier, there's um, university students get to show yeah, that's their true. games, yeah. which is, and there's never like big queues, you, it's usually just, you can just go and have a yeah. go, well, which is, I think is really nice, so you get a look at what other people are doing. When you went last year? Oh, it well, wasn't last year. Yeah, so it was we, a lot We haven't been since 2010. So. Sorry, so when, when you went 2010, you saw some indie games, yeah? Yeah. yeah? Was there any indie games that you saw back then that actually you saw come out like get released on the no but I do remember seeing very early stuff of original Nino Kuni when I was See, there last cool. time that's cool that's um, cool yeah which was which was really nice because at that point I hadn't even heard that Ghibli was working uh, with uh, is it Factor 5 level 5 level 5 um, on a game and I was kind of like 
Holy oh crap, that looks amazing. Yeah, but it was there then, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it'd be quite nice to sort of round that off and see number two uh, on the shop, uh, not the shop floor, on the on the, <laughs> on the show floor. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, cosplayers is, is really cool just to see the effort people have made. Um, I don't tend to take too many pictures just because people, people queue up to like take pictures, pictures and stuff and it's it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, um, that's kind of It's just a good experience. Yeah. Just to look around yeah. get no, carried around by crowds um, <laughs> get carried around if it's that, yeah. if it's as busy it's as busy. it was um, cool well I'm going to move it on to uh, feature discussion the discussion is this does a author or creator owe it to their audience to finish or can or continue what they started. See, I was thinking about this. Yes. Because I saw this. No, no, I used examples of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Half Life Three, stuff like that. But you guys were talking about Bleach earlier. Yeah. And how he's like dragged it out. Well, he did drag it out until yeah. he got told he had to finish. So it's kind of like the opposite. It's kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> for, for me, um, especially in regards to Bleach, if a creator is allowed to finish it however they want to finish it, mm. that's cool. I'm happy for them to do that. As long as they're allowed full control over how to finish it. Now, it with the, with the question you said, like, if you make a game, you're gonna have some kind of idea in your head of where it's going, or what the plans are for a sequel, or what the whole overall world or story arc, or whatever. If you don't, where it's a standalone game, so for example, uh, a Demon Souls game or Dark Souls game, mm -hmm. where it's self-contained, there's no necessarily a need to make a, a sequel. Um, you could have just left that game as it is, but because it was such a popular game and so great, they did make sequels for it. Yeah, forced sequels suck. Yeah. So. It depends on the creator and the situation of whether that creator has ideas mm. for going forward. If they don't have any ideas or they don't think they can take that forward, then they shouldn't be forced to. Like with yeah, what you're saying with Bleach. That, that, that's, that's mine. It's all about something like, um, for example, Half-Life 3, where it has been planned out that that is coming. And and they, I think they, they planned it out. They had, what, Half-Life 2 and then Episode... Yeah, one, one and two. There was meant to be like another episode after that. Which there was, yeah. There was meant to be an episode three. Yeah, well, didn't they do a two point five though? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. But apparently, the last thing on Half-Life Three was like the guy who was uh, to do with the writing credits and whatnot walked away from the studio after predict. Well, probably sitting at his desk for ten years, going, "Can we start yet?" <laughs> yeah. Again, so I'm, I'm, it's one of those ones that probably ain't gonna happen yeah. ever. <laughs> so I, th I think Half-Life Three is a is a great example with what's but that story isn't finished though. That's the thing. So all these people have been waiting for that story to finish, and now it's never gonna happen. Mm, it does suck, but I don't know. It'd be nice if uh, well, maybe the fans who actually remade Half-Life One, for example, in a completely new engine. It took oh, them, like, that was gorgeous. It took like seven years or something like that mm. to do that. But if they were kind of given the license to go, like, okay. Here's what we're going to do with the writing. Go do something with it. That'd be cool. Mm. But it, it would be nice, but it, it's hard to, It's a tough one. And this is someone who's read Berserk. Who's read, read, yeah, reads Berserk. And that's um, been going on for what? Since 89, I think. Mm. Mm. And that's still going with like roughly one manga a year. Mm. I would love to see that finished before the guy dies. <laughs> but is it ever going to happen? It would be nice, but I don't really want to force his hand. Making well, that's, that, see, that's, that's the other thing. thing. Game I mean, yeah, a lot of people with Game of Thrones have been sort of like, well, you know, there's been such massive gaps between the books, and you know, yes, the TV show is nice to have, but it's not considered like official canon for people that read the books first. It's supposed to be its own separate thing, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, and you know, and and a lot of people are kind of like, you know, what if? I can't remember. Was it the guy that wrote Wheel of Time that actually passed away? Uh, he, or, um, and he didn't finish it. It was, it was one of the big fantasy series, and uh, he never finished it. And um, and people were concerned, and still are concerned, that 
you know, there's two books left to write. He, it's been seven years since the last Game of Thrones book, and every year he's, you know, saying, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I think I, I think I can get it out this year." Does he spend all that time doing that? <laughs> Rolling in money at the moment. <laughs> um, so you know, it's it's sort of like, well, okay. I mean, the the latest thing that Jim and I were discussing was, you know, the fact that. 2018 he said definitely going to be releasing a Game of Thrones book next year possibly even two and it was like what so then I looked into it some more and this is what it's made a short story, this, right? this this is what <laughs> well, this is what made me cave in on having not watched the series since where the books were basically I hadn't watched mm-hmm. it until then and I was kind of like fuck it I'm not gonna do it but then when he said that I looked into it and it was like oh well, one of those is going to be most definitely a Game of Thrones encyclopedia that's coming out that he's helped co-write with two fans that <laughs> one of the big websites. <laughs> so that's 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 most definitely going to be like the definite one that gets released. So the possibly two is the, oh, well, the possibly is in 2018, we might possibly get the the, the sixth book. Or, yeah, sixth. Sixth book, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's kind of like, well, he's been saying we're possibly going to get that sixth book for the last five years, every year. So, I think it's about time you just jumped into the series, man. Oh no, I have now. Yes. Yeah, I gave in, like, because I was just like, I don't, I feel like I'm not going to see the end of this book series at this point. I think that's about. Um. So it's just stuff like that. It's it's whether, you know, if you... Like, because you have to have a... For me, you have to have, like, a, a relationship with the audience and fans. Like, you know, you have... Like, it's a two-way thing. You know, you couldn't be doing what you're currently doing as a living if it wasn't for the fact that you, you know, you have these people essentially paying... Backing. Pay, yeah, backing you and paying you for it. But at the same time they you know they wouldn't be having that great stuff if it wasn't for your mind and what you're coming up with so like i don't i don't personally believe that people should you know have to finish like do 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 does a creator owe their audience no i don't think they do owe it to finish what they started but i do think there needs to be some understanding of why people get quite frustrated when stuff doesn't come out they've invested a lot of time into it not as much as the author, for sure, but they invested time in the way that they worked for that money to pay for that, basically, you know, and that money then went to to the author. Um, and that's why I feel bad. For, I mean, when when was Half Life Two? Ninety four. No, 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 no. It was when I was probably when I started uni around that mark, so roughly like two thousand three ish. Yeah, two thousand four. Yes. Um, so it's been 12, 13 years. Been a while since, and and everyone knew that Half Life Three was coming. Like the the story isn't finished. So yeah, but as you were saying though, with Half Life Three, um, that's not the creator's fault. Um, the the writers were sitting there for ten years, not necessarily doing nothing, but essentially wasn't allowed. To do anything with half, uh, episode three, yeah, but Valve as a entity is still the creator as a whole. It's not just about that one guy that's sitting there writing it. Like he's gone because the rest of the people at the higher ups at Valve were like, "No, we don't want you doing that." Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's what I mean. It's like a conflict of creative uh, opinion. Like right. the studio doesn't want to do it, but the actual people who put their thought and care and love and ideas into it to build it. Mm-hmm. They want to do it, but they're not allowed to do it. So it's just that kind of like, it's not all down to one person. Well, no, not necessarily one person. <laughs> it might be. It might all be down to Gabe. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Gabe. Um, um, but I was gonna, I was gonna ask your opinion on Terry Pratchett, right? Okay. With his books. Yeah. Um, he passed away, yeah, and did, yeah. his unfinished books yeah. in oh, his world. Yeah, and he bit. he wanted all of his unfinished books. To be destroyed. 
not to be ever see the light of day. Yeah. Not quite just destroyed, they were steamrollers. Right, and then drilled. <laughs> just to be sure. Cool. That's what he wanted. Yeah, you, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I agree. That, that guy, but the, you know, this is a guy that was writing like one book a year. Like, you know, like, we, we got a lot out of Terry Pratchett. No, you know? no, that's, that's the thing. Um, I can I can understand uh, a lot of fans, and it, this is where we go back to Full Circle. A lot of fans could have had those books or those mini stories as a compendium, mm. uh, a final, not farewell, but a final tribute to Terry Pratchett. And again, it's a fan's opinion to a creative writer's opinion. Mm. Uh, do we expect the creative writer to give the fans what they want or not? And personally, I mean, well, the difference he, he... there is Terry Pratchett had his books; they were kind of standalone, even though there was an over. Yes. Even though there was an overtone, mm. like an understood world. Whereas Game of Thrones, you're following a story, yeah, and yeah. that story is not going to end until he writes the end of the story. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think there's also a wonderful thing with Terry Pratchett as well, where. Um, I'm not sure which ones you guys have read and stuff, but there's there's one which is uh, called Going Postal, and within oh, yeah. it there is classic um, the Clax machines, which are essentially telegram machines, mm. and they run in the background. They run the names of people that have passed away whilst working for this horrible company in the background, like people like on the underground scene of the Clax thing, like run like pirate things of just like the names. So the names are always travelling back and forth like ghosts. In the background, somebody on Reddit wrote a code that does that on the internet for Terry Pratchett. So Terry Pratchett's name is always flying backwards and forth in code in the background of websites, Aww. which I think is really really cool. That's a great tribute as well. Yeah. I had that only like coders would see. Yeah, yeah, it's something coders can look at, and yeah, his name is is in there on on backend websites and stuff That's like really that, sweet. kind of going back and forth with the data. Mm. So yeah. Um, okay, well, that kind of wraps it up a little bit. Does anyone have anything they want to recommend? Show me what you got! Well, obviously I mentioned that film, Star. Uh, yeah. So, The Dapping Princess, go and see it if you get a chance. Um, Absolutely amazing movie, and I can't. If I could remember what the other film was called, I'd recommend that as well. But both both <laughs> of them are being sold like in every shop front in like all F shops in like Tokyo being passed. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Chewy, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I would totally recommend Killing Strong Lemon <laughs> Sour, nine percent. Just just the one two cans of that every night, and we have been blind drunk. It's yeah, insane. one one can's enough, guys. Don't don't drink two. It's, it's no, unnecessary. These are what? These are 330 mil size? Standard Coke size can. And one can will get you drunk. Sammy Joe, anything to recommend? No. No? Not even your. We've not even talked about Dunkirk. We saw Dunkirk. We have talked you... about that on another note, oh, but you didn't well. listen to. Yeah, well. I recommend going That's to see Dunkirk. The, the support of my wife. <laughs> um, yeah, go see Dunkirk. Um, and eat melon pans. And eat melon pans on hey. uh, 7-Eleven. Oh, pizza. Oh. pizza <laughs> uh, Recommend all the Japanese cool. food. Well, I'm going to wrap it up because I'm going to go and run a bath that talks to me right now. Um, which is really nice. So. Oh, we should totally press the button and play. You should have that <laughs> noise. Yeah, you should record Record you can it. Go and press it if you want. No, 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 right no. You should actually sit and record it and oh. edit it in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I can, I can record it. Um, Cool. Uh, Sammy, say goodbye. Bye. Chu, say goodbye. From Tokyo, Yatsuka. Goodbye. I got Sayonara. Ray, say goodbye. Uh, sayonara. And Matane from me. Uh, really, you. And then it's stuck. I think Item made it stuck. Item makes a lot of things stick. <laughs>